So Navi continues, Ba'isahi. Amar Hashem al That time after Klai Yisrael had crossed the Yardin River, that was in the 10th of Nisan, that night, as you saw, they slept in Gilgal, that's where they set up the stones, that was the night of the 11th. So Ba'isahi at that time, the 11th of Nisan, Hashem says to Yeshua, Asaylecha Kharvish Tzurim. Make yourself sharp knives, the shuv malas pene Yisrael shenis, and give collectively give Klai Yisrael bris a second time. Why was this the time to do that? So we know already from the Torah that in order to eat a korban pesach, one has to have a bris We see in Mitzrayim that the Condition to be allowed to eat the Korban Pesach was to have a bris milah first. And therefore, all the Jewish people who had left Egypt had had a bris milah in Mitzrayim. We see that there was only one time that the Jewish people brought a Korban Pesach in the desert. That was the first year, or the, so the first anniversary of Pesach in the desert. And on that, the Gemara points out that that was the only Korban Pesach which was brought Commonly in the desert. What happened after that? After that, the Jewish people did not give their sons a bris in the midbar. And as a result, since the halacha is that the bris of one's children is also uh, ma'akev, is also a factor which prevents from bringing a korban pesach, therefore they couldn't bring a korban pesach for the duration of the time they were in the desert. And it was only now when they went into Eretz Yisrael that there would be the opportunity to bring a korban pesach again. And therefore, in order to be able to bring the Korban Pesach again, they had to first have a bris, which is why there was an instruction here for Hashem told Yeshua to collectively uh, give a bris to Klal Yisrael, to the new generation who hadn't had a bris yet because they were born in the desert. Does that mean that Ro, Ro had a baby boy in that year? We're talking about, you mean that first year? Why the second year was there really enough of a reason? It has to be row, right? We have to have a row of zebra. So we have to, so yes. There was a snow. There, there was, there is a midrash even that after Matan Torah, when Hashem, everyone, let everyone go back to their families, that everyone had a baby that next year. So they all had a baby that year, and therefore they wouldn't be able to bring the carbon Pesach. Now, what was the reason? What was the reason that they couldn't? bring a Korban Pesach in the Midbar. And uh, what was the reason? In other words, they couldn't give the children a bris in the Midbar. So we find two different reasons brought down in different Chazals as to why the Jewish people didn't give the children a bris in the Midbar. The one was because since in the Midbar there was a constant uh, situation where they had to be ready to travel. At any second instruction could come, pack up, we're traveling, and it would be dangerous for a child who just had a bris, so to speak, to have to be subjected to having to journey, not have, and therefore, since uh, the first year they were still at Har Sinai, they hadn't yet traveled anywhere, therefore they could give a bris. After that, when they were on the journey, and they didn't know when and how long they would be in each given location, and when they would have to move, Mimele was considered a sakana to, to give the children a bris, and as a result, they didn't. They only... The only the next opportunity to give a bris was when they came to Israel and were no longer wandering in the desert. So, similar to Moshe Rabbeinu, exactly the same thing. That when he wanted to leave Midian, 
and it, was a, it would have been a sakana to travel with a baby just after having had a breast. So you see, he pushed off giving him a breast. Why do people do this? And uh, wasn't, that wasn't the problem. The only time that there was a Moshe Benu is when he reached the Malone, when he reached the place where he was, a, there was a place to stay, and now he had an opportunity to give the breast. So now there was a, there was a complaint, so to speak. Why didn't he give a breast right away? But as far as the, the not giving a breast before that, so as far as that goes, there wasn't a complaint to Moshe. Now, this is a bit of a difficult point to understand for two reasons. Firstly, while we understand that traveling normally is considered a sakana for the baby, and therefore one, if one knows one has to travel, then maybe there's a dispensation not to give a bris until one comes to a place where one can, one can settle, because it could be being masaka in the baby, that we understand. The shayla is, was traveling in the midbar in that category. Because they weren't traveling in the Alpen, they weren't traveling and exposed to the elements or to the uh, wild animals, whatever other rigors they would be normally in a journey. They were protected by the one air covered, so they had temperature control, there was no mountains, there was no, everything was smoothed out for them. So what, what was the danger, what was the risk, should we say, of traveling in such a circumstance? That's the one explanation brought in Chazal. We must remember that B'nai Levi still did give their children the breast. On the pasuk it says that the Moshe ben is bracha to the Shavit Levi. It says a breast chayin soiru. Kishamrim rosecha a breast chayin soiru. And that Chazal say breast chayin soiru. They kept the breast, and that is that even in the midbar they still gave their children the breast. Now here we have to ask the question: Were they right or were they wrong? In other words, if Klaus were right for not giving a breast, then it shouldn't be considered a compliment for B'nai Levi or a praise of B'nai Levi that they endangered their children. And if Bnei Levi were right, the right, the right thing to do was yes to give a breast, so then we don't find anywhere that Klai Yisrael were criticized, or that Moshe Rabbein was criticized for the fact that Klai Yisrael were giving their children breast. Remember, Moshe Rabbein was the leader. He knew what was going on. And if he saw there were no breast him, right, so then he should have done something about it. And we never, he never did do anything. And even now, when it comes to Hashem telling Yeshua, now's the time to give Klai Yisrael a breast, we don't find any criticism on the past. He doesn't say in the sense, sense that Klai Yisrael were wrong in the past and as a result they had, there was something that they were missing in. He, he just tells them, now, now that you've been married to Yisrael, now is the time to give them a bris. And he's going to explain that the reason why he gave them a bris now is because in the whole time they were in the desert, they hadn't had a bris. But then again, there wasn't a criticism here. So the question is, what was the right and what was the wrong? Was Bnei Levi right? Was Klai Yisrael wrong? Or the other way around? Were they both right? <coughs> That's the first question. The second reason which is brought in Chazal as the reason why the Jewish people didn't give the children a bris in the Midbar is because the north wind didn't blow. And the Gemara says, when it talks about the various winds, it's maybe it's not a field we understand too well today, but the Gemara says that the north wind is a wind which brings healing with it. And when there's no north wind, so then the wounds don't heal. And therefore, to give a breast and cause an open wound, and there wouldn't be the wind which causes it to heal, would be dangerous. And why didn't the north wind blow in the midbar? The Gemara says that on the postdoc about the wind, that even though at a different time of the day, the west of the Basha, there's one time the south wind blows, the east wind blows, the west wind blows, and the north wind blows with all of them. In other words, it's understood that this wind has to come to, let's say, to mitigate the effects of the other winds, which aren't always good, 
And it's there every day. So why in the midbar didn't it grow? So the Mephoshim give one of two reasons. The first one is it was a punishment for the Agrazov. Which we'll come back to in a moment. What was the punishment? Why was that the punishment? And uh, the second reason was the second reason was that because Anani covered blocked the winds. Anani covered blocked anything coming in. So it's like they were sealed inside. And if that's the case, the wind didn't blow inside either. And then all that's, the winds didn't blow. So, the, so that's the case. None of the winds blew. But the other winds didn't really interest us because they weren't good winds. They weren't helpful winds. What we needed was the north winds. And that one didn't blow. And the obvious question is, you know, it's, it's, the Anani covered weren't like something made out of metal. That's just either all or nothing. Hashem could decide how he wants Anani covered to work. And if you want the Klaishol to have a breast, so then he can allow the, the north wind to come through. Right? Just like we see that when Yisra sent a message, for example, to Moshe. So that was one thing which did penetrate on Anayakovah and arrived because Hashem wanted it to arrive. So for sure, if it means giving all of Klai Yisrael a breast, so then there's no reason why Hashem should block the north wind and not allow it to blow. And as a result, the, they wouldn't be able to give a breast. Okay, so these are all the questions on the, the part of the story in the Torah. That why Klai Israel didn't give a bris um, in the midbar, we'll still see by Hashem the answer, but in the meantime, let's just see what happens in the Navi. When Hashem tells Yeshua, now is the time to give them a bris. So Yeshua makes himself these sharp knives. He gives Klai Israel all a bris, and then the oil, the foreskin, which they separate from each bris, makes a whole mount of skin that was called the give us our arrows. And why is this significant? We'll still see. Who that you should give a bris to? All the people who came out of Mitzrayim, all the men who had come out of Mitzrayim and had been been given a bris by Moshe Ben in Mitzrayim, who were over the age of twenty, all of them Mesa Bamidbar Baderech, but that's in Mitzrayim. Those were the whole generation of the the, the, the Midbar who had died on the way. They were no longer there. All the people who came to Mitzrayim had had a bris. But all the people who had been born in the Midbar on the journey, they hadn't had a bris yet. Because for 40 years, Klai Yisrael wandered in the desert until the generation who came out of the Mitzrayim, out of Mitzrayim had all died. That was the punishment for the son of the spies. So Hashem made a promise not to show them Eretz Yisrael. And Shri Nishma Hashem Lavoy Samasaslan Eretz Zavas Chodafudvash. So therefore that Dar, the Dar which came to Mitzrayim, the Dar which had a bris had already died. There's Bnehem, the next generation, their children, Hekim Tachtum, his servants underneath them. And those are the ones who came into Eretz Yisrael. So that second generation, Oysamal Yashur, those are the ones Yashur did give a bris to. They were still Aradim because they hadn't given them a bris on the journey, which I already said before. Okay, so. The, so the Navi talks about in a very long winded fashion about how the reason why Shirley gave them a bris was because they hadn't had a bris before and because the generation which had had a bris had died because they were 40 years in the midbar and they were there because they were punished and therefore the new generation which came in the midbar hadn't yet had a bris. And therefore, it brings us to a third understanding, which I think is the easiest, under, easiest to answer all the questions, of why Klai Yisrael didn't give their children a bris in the midbar. And uh, the reason was like this. 
that we, we saw one of two reasons. Either because they were either always, always had to be ready to travel, which, or because there wasn't a north wind. Those are the two reasons we've seen so far. But the MS, as we said, on either of those accounts, it doesn't really make sense. Because had Hashem wanted there to be a north wind, there could have been a north wind. The north wind blew in the world. And if it just, just it was blocked by the non-alcohol, Hashem could have made a plan for that. That wouldn't have been a, a reason not to, not to have a uh, not, not to let Klaish have a breast. And same thing, as far as the traveling goes, so then traveling within the non cover, traveling in the protected in the cocoon that they were in, was la dafka sakana. So why didn't, they, why, why, why didn't they have a breast in the midbar? So the answer is like this. And that's why it goes into Arikha Savihir. Because Hashem didn't want to make a breast with that door. And since they were, had been punished, that they weren't going to be around to Eris Israel, so the master, the bris mid is a certain kirva, it's a certain making a covenant with Hashem. And therefore Hashem made the fact as such that they couldn't give the children the bris. Why? Because it was part of the punishment. The dar of the midbar was a dar that Akiru Hashem didn't want, once he decided they're going to get punished, and they're going to die in the midbar, so Hashem didn't want them to give the children the bris. He didn't want to make a covenant with them. We find even Mamosh Rabbeinu, that as long as the, for the 38 years that that dar was still dying, Hashem didn't speak to Moshe directly. It was a period of like Kilikaiswan and Nidui. They were in a situation of that Hashem hadn't destroyed them, but they were under there was a process of waiting for that whole door to die was in place. And as a result, Hashem didn't want to make a breast with them. And if that's the case, he wasn't going to change the way things worked in order to allow the north wind to, to penetrate down and uncover it. He wasn't going to allow uh, the circumstances of the traveling to be such that it would, would be safe for the children. Because Hashem didn't want to make a breast of them. And that's what it gives the whole Arikos here. The, 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 the generation of the children hadn't had a breast because it was a punishment for the fathers who came out of Mitzrayim. And because of that, they didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael, Hashem didn't want them. And if, the son is really making a covenant. 100%. The breast is a covenant. The breast okay, is a covenant. Okay, not his own breast. The breast is a son. So he's making a covenant with Hashem. And uh, it's more than that. We're going to see. And that is the breast and the, the, the... Just like we see by Avraham Avinu, Part of part, the bris is the key to get Eretz Yisrael. Just like Hashem tells Abraham Avinu that if you do the bris, then I'll give you Eretz Yisrael. The promise that we get Eretz Yisrael is as a result of bris Mila. And as you know, the Zara says famously that the reason why B'nai Yishmael, the Muslims, have a spiritual claim to Eretz Yisrael is because they're tanning. We're also giving our children a bris. So there's a connection. We have to explain what it is still, but there's a connection between the mitzvah of bris Mila and Eretz Yisrael. Which is also why here the first thing a Klaish will do after landing in Eretz Yisrael is the chiyuv to give to give everybody a bris. That's the the right that the, the, the fact that because of that they entangled Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, the dar in the midbar who wasn't zeichel Eretz Yisrael, the dar which rejected Eretz Yisrael instead of the Miraglim, and as a result, Hashem said they're not coming to Eretz Yisrael. They weren't given the option of giving the children a bris either. Hashem didn't want them to, and therefore it wasn't a, it wasn't that they were punished for not giving a bris. It's the other way around. They were punished that they couldn't give a bris. That was part of the punishment. So now Moshe didn't tell them of why you're giving your children a bris. That was part of the Oynish. Hashem doesn't want you to have a bris. He made the circumstances such that you couldn't give your children a bris. Because that was part of the Oynish of not going into Eretz That was part of the Oynish of the result of the spice. If that's the case, we understand the matter of Bnei Levi. Since Bnei Levi weren't Nechshal in that. And therefore that rule of all, the, of all the males between 20 and 60 are going to die in the midbar did not apply to Bnei Levi. There was no reason they couldn't get the children a bris. They weren't in the category of people that had, so to speak, been rejected 
and therefore couldn't, Hashem didn't want to make a bris with them. So they couldn't give the children a bris in the midwife, Hashem took care of them. How technically did it work? How technically, I don't know, but Hashem took care of them. They were okay. They didn't massacre the children. Mashank and the rest of the it wasn't expected. And that's why there's a whole arichos over here. It's tafka. When it's no longer, the, fa- the parents have to mold their children. Those parents had all died. And now it was the children who had grown up and were giving themselves a bris. The generation of the children which came into Israel, them, Hashem was happy to make a bris. And therefore, now that they, now they came to Israel, they all had a bris and they were making that covenant with Hashem. And the last point on this, that's why we say that we still have to explain, that Hashem will find the occasion to explain what exactly is the connection, why bris miller is, the, so to speak, the entrance ticket into Israel. Right? But that's why here also, the, that's why it says, Ba'isahi, when the Kaddishal came to Eretz Yisrael, then the first thing Hashem tells him to Eretz Yisrael is to have a bris. That's the way to deserve Eretz Yisrael. And that's also why in benching, in the second bracha of benching, right, when we say, Nalilu Hashem Lekeinu, you gave us the Eretz Chem Tova Rechava, we thank Hashem Eretz Yisrael, we have to say, Ba'bris Hashem Chasam Tufsareinu. The Gemara says that bris is makif. Because that's, the, we thank Hashem for the bris, because that's, so to speak, the ticket to get Eretz Yisrael. Let's study on that. So that's the, the next part we saw tonight, the story of Brismila. Why it was dafu for that door, why they weren't Zoycha before that, and one last point. The Gemara says in Psachim, when it brings the Maisa, so it brings the Midrash, and that is that the Torah doesn't start Sefer Midrash with the story of Pesach, of the Pesach made in the Midbar, because it was a Gnus for Klai Yisrael. It was an insult, a disgrace to Klai Yisrael that they only brought one common Pesach in the Midbar. That's what the Gemara Midrash says. It was only that first year they brought a common Pesach, the rest not. And you can ask another question there too. Why was it a disgrace for Klai Yisrael? They were honest. They couldn't. It was a danger. Why the honest is a potter. Why it's not a good, it's not a disgrace. And the answer is, the fact that Hashem made it an honest was a disgrace. That was part of the punishment. And therefore, with the, therefore that it's only before the miracle in that first year, they could bring the carbon back. Like after that, they were rejected. Hashem didn't want to make a person with them anymore. And that's what it says over here. Hashem is going to tell Klai Yisrael, Today, when they all had a bris, so then that takes away, so to speak, the disgrace of which Klaishal had carried with them for so long, this gets taken away. Now Hashem's again prepared to make a bris uh, with the Jewish people, the coming of the Jewish people, and that's why everyone here again had a bris.